radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Prime Time. He gets his fantasy football advice from 12-year-olds on TikTok. Micah. I put up so many points. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week 12 recap show fantasy football scoop and boop i am your host tony joined as always by bishop say hello bishop to the people hello bishop to the people how you guys doing and we got Micah back from his uh, latest sexcapade out in Europe. What's up, Micah? How you doing? Can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> doing good, doing good. We are back. We had to take a week off because uh, your boy had to host Thanksgiving last week, and uh, I did not have any time to record a podcast. I was uh, frantically cleaning my house. Uh, I had like 15 people over Bishop. Did you, did you, uh, did you host this year? Oh, heavens. No, I go to my parents. They still do it. And, uh, 15 people's crazy. How do you know 15 people? <laughs> uh, they're all family members. Allegedly. Um, I that's think they just show up for the free Turkey. I think that's what it is. Mashed potatoes. Isn't that like your, your, your time to shine with oh, the yeah. mashed potatoes? We'll get to that. Oh, we'll get to okay. that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we had thanksgiving uh micah has uh been traveling the world why don't you uh give us a little story about your trip here uh how how was that well the trip was pretty good uh minus the reason i went was to go to a couple of hockey games uh red wings played twice they lost both games including one with two seconds left and one game where they blew a two goal lead but other than that it was uh pretty damn cool Got to uh, eat some Swedish meatballs. Uh, the beer in Sweden really sucks. It's all like uh, 3.5 alcohol content. And they drink a lot of non-alcoholic beer. Like half the beer shelf is non-alcoholic, which is really bizarre. Huh. But uh, other than the shitty beer, uh, it's pretty good. Good weather. Went to a soccer game, a couple hockey games. And got to uh, to explore a new city. So I had a pretty good time. Minus the getting there and the coming back. Yeah, I think uh, I think that would be enough for me to not go to Europe. Is just the travel. I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, I still want to ask about the, the talent. What's the talent situation like over there? 
Oh, so the tail situation, it's uh it was kind of disappointing. Uh you hear all mm. these like mythological stories about the the Swedish blonde ladies and uh, while there definitely are some blonde ladies, they are no more attractive than anywhere else in the world. Go to any city, some attractive ones, some not attractive ones. Um, I was a little let down. Uh, the hottest, bro- the best talent I saw was Prego. <laughs> Smart. Got on the train, and I was like, oh, yeah, she looks good. Then she moved her bags, and I saw her stomach, and I was like, oh, oh, never mind. Yeah, some dude had that to lock it down. Yeah, somebody got there first. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's eating the meatballs for two. <laughs> What's the uh, encased meat situation? Very good, man. Uh, they got very good encased meats. I had some mystery sausage. I had no idea what it was. I had no idea how to pronounce it. And this like girl laughed at me when I ordered it. But uh, it was really good. And when you go to a game there and you put your like your condiments on. Uh-huh. You basically, it's like, a, almost feels like a sex act. They have all the ketchup and mustard. It's like tilted upside down, and there's these like other things you have to like squeeze <laughs> to get the, the ketchup and mustard out. It's really bizarre. <laughs> like, I felt like I was committing a sex crime against something. Oh, man. That's, uh, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. Now they got some uh, Johnny's mustard, man, if you ever find it. Good okay. stuff. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I, we had Thanksgiving. Uh, I made the mashed potatoes, Bishop, like you, uh, alluded to. It's, it's my favorite thing about Thanksgiving is the mashed potatoes. Uh, and, uh, I had my fill. I had like three helpings, uh, and I, I must say they were damn good. What's your, uh, what's your go-to on Thanksgiving, Bishop? I mean, for me, it's everything, but for me, I'm, I am like in awe of your, what's that called? Uh, your restraint yes. of not eating mashed potatoes all year. Like we should talk about that more. The fact that you do not eat mashed potatoes all year. So you can enjoy it on Thanksgiving. is phenomenal. I have mashed potatoes at least like maybe, I don't know, maybe like once a week. Really? Man. Yeah. And I still enjoy it on Thanksgiving. So. Yeah. Well, like I do all the cooking at home. So that's the thing. Like I like peeling potatoes sucks ass. I hate it. Like it's not fun for me. Uh, so like, Mashed potatoes are a lot of work and that I don't technically enjoy. I enjoy eating them, but making them, uh, it's not my favorite thing. It's commitment. It I, is. I applaud your commitment, but uh, yeah, they're, mashed potatoes are phenomenal. Uh, it depends on the gravy, though. My, my parents don't make a very good gravy, uh, so that was kind of disappointing. But green bean casserole is good. Uh, I don't touch any of that cranberry shit. And uh, turkey was phenomenal. I remember where else was there? There was a lot of stuff. You need the uh, the congealed cranberry that you like. That you like for you try you just like shake a can till it falls out. I just that's don't think stuff. that's food. <laughs> well, How is that a not. sauce? It's, I'm sure it's not real. It's like a Jello. It's not a sauce. You know what I mean? <laughs> to me, it looks like stuff that like they scooped from like the bottom of a pool. You know, it's congealed, it and you yeah. can slice it. Yeah. Oh, no thanks. No, that's that's not my thing. But we did get a uh, a Popeyes Cajun turkey again. Uh, hundred percent recommend anybody out there who uh, <laughs> enjoys Popeyes. 
Uh, it's it's fantastic. They do they sell turkeys every year for Thanksgiving, and I think it's this is like eight years in a row that we've done that, and it does not disappoint. I know every year you tell me about it, and every year I, I want to do it, but I, I always forget. <laughs> Man, yeah, same yeah. here. I'm like every year I'm like I'm gonna get a Popeyes turkey, and then I never do. Yeah. So I never remember until it's like two days before Thanksgiving, and no Popeyes have turkeys anymore. Yeah, they sell out pretty quick. It's uh, you got to line up on like uh, two weeks before to get a turkey. It's like they're Black selling Tuesday. iPhones mm-hmm. in 2008. When do you place your turkey order? When do you uh, when do you do the deal? Uh, you got to get it like two, three weeks ahead, for sure. Like, do you go to like a location and say, "I want to buy a turkey"? Do it online. What do you do? What's no, your, you just, uh, what's your method? Just you just walk in and they got turkeys. They're in the freezer. You just uh, you buy one, you bring oh, it home, okay. you throw it in a freezer for a couple weeks, and then you pull it out, and then you eat it, and then it's delicious. That's what you do. So it's like two weeks. Two weeks out, you go in there. Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks out. Yep. Let me do. I'm going to the most mark it on the calendar. And by mark it on the calendar, I mean I'm going to forget in three minutes and I won't do it. We'll have the same discussion next year. <laughs> I look forward to it. All right. Uh, Micah, were, were, were you around family for Thanksgiving or were you traveling? I can't, I don't know what you, where you were in the, in the world. No, I was here and uh, it sucked because uh, I was actually sick and the lines played like shit. So it was just a really bad day. But I watched planes, trains, and automobiles, so that made up for it. Okay. And I'm doing a uh, combined Thanksgiving and Christmas next week in Michigan for a week, so nice. it's all good. All right. Well, uh, that was good catching up. It's been a couple weeks since we've been able to talk, so let's get into the matchups. And this is the first week of intra-divisional play, so... Uh, the season is almost over, Bishop, if you can believe it. Oh, we're getting there. My favorite part is when, it, when it's over. <laughs> and we're going to start, as always, in the Balls Mahoney with Turtles, Iowa Gangbang Thugs versus Kowalski's Robot Unicorn Attack. And uh, the attack uh, keeps attacking, Bishop. Kowalski wins 119-55. to uh, I think he he needed three players to beat Turtle this week. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure I got this one wrong. Uh, I, I I fell in love with Tank Dell. They officially changed his name on RT Sports now. It says oh, Tank Dell. Yeah, you're right. It's, yeah, it used to be Nate Dell, which I like better than Tank Dell. But whatever, it is what it is. He's the superstar, not me. Uh, yeah, he didn't. He put up a great performance. Only. Five for fifty, but he caught a touchdown. But he looked like a superstar in that game. Man, I love that kid. That's a good keeper pick by a uh, turtle. Like, Absolutely. I don't, would, I don't know who else he would keep. Uh, Lamar Jackson. That's really the only other choice. Well, Cooper Cup. Kenneth Walker. Yeah, Cooper Cup. Yeah. Cooper Cup and Kenneth Tank Walker Dell. the third. And you just lock up your receivers. You're, you're set. So Cooper Tank Cup Dell is washed, has... man. He's got like. Go ahead, man. No, I was just going to say, I was kind of talking shit about Cooper Cup being washed. <laughs> Tank Dell has scored five touchdowns in the last four weeks, Bishop. He's a superstar, dude. Yep. Grown-ass man. Ship it. Uh, who else was a superstar this week? Mike Evans, two touchdowns, 21 points, Bishop. Uh, 
I know you're, you're still not a fan of him, but... Uh... No, he's a low-quality character. I uh, Yeah, like, I guess I missed out on $10 this week or something because of that. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't regret it at all. Fuck Mike Evans and the horse he rode in on. <laughs> Maybe he's anti-Serbian because he's done pretty well since... Uh... That you traded him. I think there's some uh, some shady business going on with that dude. I, you think he heard me yelling at him at the game that we went to, and he's like, "Fuck this guy," and then decided to dominate after that. Is that what you're saying? Uh, probably. I'm, it's pretty. Uh, sources uh, are pretty uh, pretty reliable that uh, that actually happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kyron Williams comes back for Kowalski here. Thirty points. Two rushing touchdowns, uh, 143 yards uh, as the the Rams just beat the shit out of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Kyron Williams, I did not think he had a 30 point game in him, um, but uh, he looked like a he looked like a superstar. And uh, I don't know, I did not see that coming, Mike. Uh, I don't know. Did you get get eyes on that game? No, actually, uh, I. After Thursday, I didn't give a fuck. I didn't watch any games, so no. Got it. <laughs> I didn't see that one. I was I was forlorn. <laughs> well, K-Wall has clinched the division like several weeks ago. Uh, I believe he's clinched the number one seed uh, in in the playoffs. So K-Wall's on autopilot, and uh, he goes to 10-2 and two on the year. And Turtle goes down to three and nine. So let's go to the next matchup, which I am very excited to talk about. And we have Bishop's Nitro versus my Polk High. And this was an excellent matchup, Micah. I, I don't know. Were, did, were you paying attention to this one? I was on Monday night, yeah. Because I, I came home from work and I was watching that, uh, that smorgasbord of suck. That was the Bears and the Vikings, but there was a lot of fantasy implications in the league, so it made it a bit intriguing in addition to how hilariously bad the game was. Yeah. <laughs> so I was definitely following this one. Yeah, this was a, this was a great game. Uh, you know what they say with the uh, division rivals, you throw out all the records, you throw out uh, all that stuff, and uh, our teams performed like uh, the superstars that we thought we were getting when we drafted our teams, Bishop. <laughs> yeah, they they all like to show up in one week and not, you know, throughout the season. Right. They like waste all the efforts in one week. It's disappointing. Well, um you started off good on Black Friday. You got uh, 19 points out of Tyreek Hill. Uh nine catches, 100 yards and a touchdown. That's that's awesome. Um uh the real big game here was the Bills versus the Eagles because you had Josh Allen and I had Jalen Hurts. So the first half was not great for me. I think Jalen Hurts had like four points because he had a couple turnovers. And I want to say Josh Allen had like two or three touchdowns in the first half, Bishop. Do you remember? Actually, I kind of missed the. F- I, I came in it during after halftime in that game when I started paying attention. Oh man! But uh, I, I didn't think I didn't think Josh Allen was doing that well. Yeah, I think he I think he had two touchdowns in the first half. So like I'm getting my ass kicked at this point because you had the big Tyreek Hill game, 
I had the nothing from Brian Robinson Jr. and a pretty okay game from Jalen Waddle. But the second half, uh, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles really turned it on. And uh, Jalen Hurts ended up scoring five touchdowns. Josh Allen ends up scoring four touchdowns. And there was a walk-off overtime rushing touchdown for Jalen Hurts, which not only stole $10 from you, uh, because he ended up scoring 34 points to your 33 points. But that might have been the uh, the difference in the game because I ended up winning this matchup by three points on Monday Night Football. Uh, it came down to me versus you. I had TJ Hawkinson. You had DJ Moore. So how were you feeling going into that game? I think you were chasing like four points and then you had DJ Moore left. So how are you feeling at Monday Night? Um, I'm pretty sure I was, I thought I was going to lose. Um, even though you were playing a tight end, uh, anyone start everyone against the bears. So I, I had a feeling he would have a good game and I wasn't sure which Justin Fields we would get. So I wasn't that confident. Um, I pretty much gave up when Buffalo kicked that field goal in overtime. I was like, if you're not trying for a touchdown, you're going to lose this game. And they lost the game by kicking a field goal. So I, I kind of, chalked it up then and i i also missed the first half of the bears game too because i don't know i was doing stuff and then i started checking the discord i'm like oh yeah there's a bears game on and then i was disappointed very much but it doesn't matter because like i was really disappointed but then i thought like with how the season's going like i wanted to kind of like keep going you know like (laughs) being the second highest scoring team in the league and i'm five and six and one like that's hard to do. Like you couldn't do that even if you wanted to. Uh, it's a strange mix. Tell me about it. And uh, for once, I got some good luck on Monday Night Football. T.J. Hawkinson ended up catching a touchdown in the fourth quarter, the only touchdown of the game. Uh, and I was very excited. <laughs> uh, Micah, you were you were kind of going through it with me. Um, I I thought at the end there, D.J. Moore had a chance uh, if he catches like two more passes with some yardage and then we have another tie where I know you were rooting for another tie. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, of course. Everyone wants another tie. Yeah. I can't have enough ties, but yeah, DJ Moore, like he had a catch and then he, he limped off the field. I think that's basically when, uh, when the game was over. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was fun. Uh, it was definitely the highlight of my year. Uh, not only stealing $10 from you, but also, uh, handing you a loss. So I go to, I guess we go to five, six, and one on the season, both of us. And uh, it, the season can't end soon enough. <laughs> yeah. Two more weeks. Yeah. Let's go to the next matchup. And we go to the Shula with Giuseppe's Ted Lasso way versus Bobby Big Balls and his cock sackers. And uh, Bobby Big Balls really needed to win this week, and he could not. He ends up losing 78-67 to to Giuseppe. Uh, Giuseppe gets a huge game from B. John Robinson, finally gets two touchdowns, 23 fantasy points, which are, uh, I mean, we all know the talents there. It's just uh, they don't use him properly in Atlanta. And I guess he finally showed up to be a superstar this week, Bishop. Yeah, one one of those touch. I think the one touchdown was like a decent sized one. Um, yeah, it was a twenty six yard uh, reception t- for a touchdown. That one looked like amazing. Um, they need to get him the ball more. Like 
like any way you can. Yes. You know, running or passing, get him the ball. Yeah, uh, Patrick Mahomes had two touchdowns, 17 points. Uh, there was a lot of action in this game on Monday Night Football. Uh, Bobby had uh, Justin Fields uh, <laughs> in this one, so he had a he had a decent chance to come back and win, um, but he could not do it as Justin Fields scores two fantasy points. He had two bad, ugly fumbles and no touchdowns, Micah. No touchdowns, and and they won the game somehow. Yeah, man, it was a travesty. I actually thought uh, Mr. Big Balls was going to take the victory on Monday, but uh, Justin Fields sucks ass. And uh, Giuseppe is uh, clawing his way out of the gutter, trying to steal a... uh, Actually, I don't know. Does he have any division implications? Can he win his division? I Curious. he would need a lot of help if if he could. I'm, I'm not uh, sure. Let's look. At, I, I think he can, but it's gonna be rough. But yeah, he's uh trying to stay alive. He's out of the uh, out of the relegation zone for the lottery. So uh, I guess uh, GG Giuseppe. <laughs> uh, Bobby Big Balls gets another great game from uh, Christian McCaffrey. Twenty five points, uh, but not much going on. <laughs> he did start a tight end who only scored three points in George Kittle. Uh, if he plays a real wide receiver and a real-ass man in Debo Samuel uh, Bishop, he wins this game. But uh, he loves his tight ends for some reason. I, I can't I can't quite place it, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So Bobby Big Balls goes to 6-6 six and six on the year. Giuseppe goes to 5-7, and seven, and we go to the next matchup. Where we have Matt's team spam versus Cologne Rocks. And... Uh, Look at look at our look at these scores here. Giuseppe wins seventy eight to sixty seven, and Cologne Rocks wins seventy two to fifty four. Bishop, what, I mean, what do we got to do to get in this division, dude? I've been saying this for like fifteen years now. We gotta we gotta redo the division somehow. <laughs> uh, I, maybe if I change my name to Team Spam. Uh, the algorithm won't know which one is the real team spam, so they'll put me in that division. Okay. Have we tried that yet? Uh, I don't think we have. I think I think we should both be team spam next week. I think let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, see if the science checks out. See That's what happens. True. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Cologne Rocks wins 72-54. to 54. Not a great week for him. Uh, he did have a nice play here with Rasheed Rice uh, scoring a touchdown, 19 points from a rookie. Um, but uh, not much going on with his running backs. Uh, didn't even hit double digits. Uh, Matt, on the other side, um, he only got four points from Tua, which is kind of crazy. I guess the Jets, Bishop, right? They're They're phenomenal. Yeah, three turnovers for Tua, so only four points there. But uh, Ramba Stevenson was the only guy on his squad to get double digits. He had 17, which is a pretty damn good day. But he had five catches for nine yards. That's uh, that's pretty crazy. That's 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 five fantasy points for that production. <laughs> oh. oh man, this league is crazy. I love it. Uh Look at look at Cologne Rocks' Murr, by the way. Fifty seven percent, Micah. 
Yeah, if you're at fifty seven percent Murr and you still win by almost twenty points. It's insane. It's right? a good week. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Uh, he had some huge numbers on the bench. He had 26 from Matt Stafford, 18 from Derrick Henry, 16 from Jacoby Myers, and 19 points from his kicker on the bench. That's insane. Um, so, Why would uh, he bench uh, Derrick Henry against Carolina? That's kind of odd, but... I thought so as unless well. Unless he was on an injury report. I don't know. Maybe he, uh, maybe he liked uh, Rashad White uh, so much that he had to sit Derrick Henry. I'm not quite sure. The number ten running back in the league, bench him against Carolina. But hey, who are we to who are we to criticize? He's seven and five on the year, and uh, we're going to be parking cars at Olive Garden. So, uh, also for the record, I just found out you cannot change your team name to a team name that's already in the league. Oh my God, they thought of it. No shit. <laughs> yeah, I just tried. It didn't work. <laughs> Some big. team span. They're worried about all these like lawsuits and technicalities. Oh, that's so stupid. I hate this league so much. <laughs> all right, let's go to the let's go to the Ditka. Let's talk about uh, your matchup here, Micah versus Santino, uh, and Serbia is victorious, eighty-two to seventy-two. Why don't you tell us about your matchup? Yes, yes, yes. It's a game that uh, I kind of did not want to win because I want Santino to win the Super Bowl. And uh, I thought he was going to have a good chance after Josh Dobbs threw interception after interception after interception. I was like, this guy's going to intercept his way to, to losing. But... Uh, Devontae Smith had a good game. Sam Laporta delivered. Raheem Mostert uh, did some Raheem Mostert things and put up 20 points. And um, Santino's guys, you know, uh, he got a kind of a Jamar Chase to do much of anything. He was forced to start Jalen Warren. And Brock Purdy didn't really show up too much against Seattle. 31 points, and Brock Purdy only has eight of those. And unfortunately, for Santino, I put a damper on his uh, his Super Bowl prospects. So please, please forgive me. Let's go hang out, watch wrestling, and, and watch CM Punk together. <laughs> he's still like got a shot for the wild card. Like he's the wild card contender, isn't he? I think he's the leader of the wild card. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, he, yeah. He's a, he's in the mix still, so he's he's got a good shot. But I was hoping to like you know push him over the edge, you know. Mm. Um, at one point, Micah, Josh Dobbs had negative seven points on your team. <laughs> negative seven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm well aware. <laughs> who, who was the uh, the roster this week that had negative Murr? Oh shit! Uh, it was somebody that had like a kicker. I think turtle had turtle had turtle had negative Murr because of the lines. Yeah, it was oh like, because of the kicker, the kicker or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't start that kicker, man. Do not start a Lions <laughs> kicker anymore. But uh, yeah, yeah, he had negative Mercs. He had uh, the Lions defense had zero, and then the Lions kicker had nothing. So he had some negative Merc going on. That's amazing. That's phenomenal. What a way to roll in the holidays with negative <laughs> Merc. All right, uh, Santino. Uh, yeah, I, just the the Jamar Chase thing. That's gonna be rough without Joe Burrow. 
Uh, and unfortunately, AJ Brown didn't really have a huge game, uh, only 12 points. But uh, I was it was fun and entertaining. It came down to Monday night, so that's always good. And let's go to the last matchup. We have Worms Team Taylor versus BDI Squad. And this was kind of a must-win game for BDI here. Uh, he ends up scoring 94 points, Bishop, but uh, does not have enough to take down your brother, uh, who wins 106-94. to uh, Tell me about Zay Flowers and 20 points, because I did not see that coming. Yeah, I didn't not watch a single second of that game, and I, I'm pretty sure weekly make fun of this Zay Flowers person, uh, and this is the week he decided to do well. So that's that's impressive. I guess you sacrifice many weeks for the the boom week, and you you get it. And he's also started someone named Trey McBride. Not only is he a tight end, he's a tight end in Arizona. <laughs> that's so strange. How do you win with that? I, hey man, uh, he put up 106 points. That's that's pretty remarkable. A lot of his players did really well this week. So congrats to Worm and uh, sucks to be BDI. Indeed it does. Uh, you know, he's been riding the, the Adam Thielen gravy train pretty much all season, right? So much so that he benches Michael Pittman, Pitbull Pittman <laughs> Jr. Uh, 14 points on his bench. Adam Thielen only one catch for two yards. Micah, I mean, you, you had to have guessed that Adam Thielen was going to disappoint you at some point, right? Yeah, I mean, he's an old guy. He's on uh, Carolina. That team is in the dumps. And I don't think he's actually, I think he's had a, a cold streak. He only had 10 points the previous week, so it's not too bad. But, um, yeah, you know, they did, uh, Thielen went out and did BDI things for BDI, and BDI actually didn't do too bad. You know, 94 points at this time of the year, uh, could have beaten, looks like, quite a number of different teams, but he rolled against the second highest scorer, and, uh, the, the Zay Flowers gamble week after week after week, persistence finally paid off, and Worm buried BDI. Rest in peace to your season, big guy. I'll see you in the lottery. Yeah, we'll see you in the rumble, that's for sure. <laughs> and let's talk about some money. <laughs> and at quarterback, we have Jalen Hurts for me. Straight cash, homie. At running back, we have Kyron Williams for Kowalski. Straight cash, homie. And at wide receiver, Bishop, Mike Evans for Kowalski. Straight cash, homie. I mean, it's got to hurt to just see $10 just flow right out of your hands like that. I just thought of something, too. Like, I don't know if I've won one of these this year, <laughs> and usually that's my ticket into the rumble. So I might have to send <laughs> oh, no. Giuseppe, like, my mysterious payment method to get into the rumble this year. Nah, man. Tyreek Hill had to have cashed one at least one he has to have i would think like maybe week one yeah that's he, probably it he scored 32 points in week one i think that's pretty good so yeah maybe <laughs> start of the week. 
And we're going to give this to Kyron Williams, who comes off IR and scores 30 points, uh, Bishop. I is guess he on, can't, he's on Kowalski's team, right? He, he is. He is on Kowalski's team. You wrote Micah. Oh, that's my you bad. Confused me. Yeah, let me let me fix that. That's a that's Kowalski. I mean, no one's gonna see it but us. But no, nah, I, I think uh, I think Giuseppe might uh, use that document for uh, to pay out. So, oh, um, okay. Anyway, uh, I can't believe there's an NFL player named Kyron. I can't. <laughs> yeah, are you serious? Have you seen some of these names? I know, but like, usually there was a guy named Jacquiz. Usually names like Kyron are for like suburban white little little boys. You know what I'm saying? Not NFL. Oh, I, I see where you're going. Um, like yeah. Kyler. Yes, exactly. Uh, so yeah, um, that's just a weird name, but uh, he gets ten dollars and the start of the week. And we just talked about it, but Adam Thielen for BDI. If uh, if he plays Michael Pitbull Pittman, he wins. He wins that game and still has a chance at the division. But uh, Adam Thielen really uh, screwed him over. One lucky Finally, Bishop. It's week twelve, and I finally got a little bit of luck. I'm proud of you. And it was uh, unfortunately against you. Uh, but I did get some luck on Monday Night Football. Uh, it feels good. I've been fucked by several owners on Monday Night Football this year. So uh, a little bit of redemption goes a long way. Now it's you doing the fucking. That's right. The worst fantasy football owner of the week. And it's going to be Matt. By one point, uh, he beats he beats Turtle, fifty four to fifty five here for the worst world's world's worst fantasy owner. Uh, I I would like to tally how many of these Matt has collected this year, because it's got to be at least four or five. I would say Bishop. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'd be curious to see that. <sighs> yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll look that up for the next show. Who knows. But that has been the Week 12 Recap Show Fantasy Football Scoop and Alright, show's over. I'm tired. Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.